friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, June the 1st, and wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's beauty, my friends. Uh, We have made it to June. Gosh, happy summer. Uh, You know, I know technically that does not begin for a little bit, but, uh, you know, it kind of has, right? And so... Uh, I just hope that uh, you're able to somehow, in some way, uh, just rest in, and whatever rhythms of your life uh, are able to, to find a little new way of being within summer. Uh, okay, we are still moving through uh, John's Last Supper discourse. We know that. We are getting toward the end of it. In fact, we are going to finish it up here If not tomorrow, well, not on Friday. Friday, I've got something different for you. So we'll finish it up here tomorrow, uh, whether it finishes or not. So today, if you are listening, we are going to be reading out of John chapter 17, verses 11b to 19, okay? 11b to 19, I'll read out of the New American Translation today. So let's break open God's Word together, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost, except the Son of Destruction, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them, because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world, and I consecrate myself for them, so that they also may be consecrated in truth. My friends, the gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, um, Jesus, again, has been talking to the disciples, leaving his last bits of wisdom for him. And virtually the last thing he's praying for here is his Father, keep them in your name that you have given me. Uh, Under the name Christian, I'm not sure exactly what he's saying there. Keep them within your name. I mean, when we say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I mean, I, and this is beyond me, so I'm just, I'm spitballing here, my friends. When we say hallowed be thy name, we're certainly, you know, saying let's keep holy, uh, keep sacred the name of God. Um, but it's more than that, right? I mean, it, there's more than a name because a name is an essence. So in a sense, what we're saying is may your essence 
uh, be that sacred, uh, more than talisman, may it be that sacred ground upon which we walk. May it be that upon which we revolve. May it be that upon which we we stand and live and move our have our being. May may your essence, Lord, be ours, and and may they they be kept holy. The only thing I think here is, Holy Father, keep them in that essence. Keep them revolving in that way around and in and of you that you have given me just so that they may be one just as we are one. And we're going to talk more about oneness tomorrow. So that line is very important and very powerful. But I'm going to set it aside, okay? But again, I think it still deals with that essence, right? Uh, more than simply a name. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me. So again, we're back to that, in that essence, in that, in that um, mystical union, in that way of being together, right? I protected them, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost, except the son of destruction, in order that Scripture might be fulfilled. So here's my first question for us, first ponderance. Do we feel protected by God. I mean, you know, growing up, we all know we have guardian angels. At least we're told that. And sometimes that just can feel like a a children's fairy tale, you know? Um, Do we know we're protected? Do we know that there is, whether that is a guardian angel, but there is some essence, some being that watches over you specifically in God's name um, and protects us and invites us to make those decisions uh, which help keep us in that that mystical union, that help keep us within that quote-unquote name of that essence. Um, I like that image because, again, it, it shows God not distant from us, my friends, but that God is present, that God is right here um, within the battle that we wage every day within our lives, and that God not only protected those, but protects us. There is a a legend. Now, this is legend. In no way do I want to, you know, um, make this seem like this is real. But the legend goes, when Jesus ascended back to the Father, uh, Gabriel was there. And Gabriel came up to to Jesus and said, ah, congratulations. How wonderful to have you back. Um, Does everybody know about God's great love for them? And Jesus said, oh, no, oh, no, only a handful. And Gabriel was taken back, and he said, well, what happens if they lose the faith? What happens if they lose the mission? What happens if they get overcome by fear or overcome by, you know, um, the world, overcome by uh, other things? They just get tired. They get comfortable. Whatever it is, what happens then? What, do you have a backup plan? And Jesus says, no. 
They're my only plan. I'm counting on them. And my friends, that's, that's in a sense what the words are that Jesus is leaving for his, his best friends here is basically, hey, my friends, I have kept you in this protecting, this protection. Uh, I have kept you in this essence. As long as you've been clinging to me, you've been clinging to God. And, uh, and uh, God has been protecting you and I've been with you. But now I'm sending you into the world and you're not of the world any more than I'm of the world. And, and the world isn't going to really like you for that. Uh, and he says this again. He's praying to God here. I gave them your word and the world hated them because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. But I don't ask you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I do. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. My friends, remember this. And, and um, again, forgive me repeating, but I think it's important because if Jesus felt it was important enough to, to repeat, I think maybe it's okay and important enough for us to, to remember this too. The world is not, um, gosh, we got to go to the Grand Canyon and say, ugh, I don't care how pretty people think it is. It's just the world. And I can't wait till what's coming to me in the next world. This is just a pit, you know, or, or, you know, uh, going to, to see the ocean, the Pacific and its mightiness and beauty and say, ugh, it's just water. And frankly, it's, you know, pretty salty at that, you know, and uh, it's got all this kelp in there. I mean, come on, what do you do with kelp these days? It's okay, brothers and sisters, for us to love the beauty and the magnificence of God's creation. It's, it's as some theologians have called it, God's first word. Long before scripture came out, God reveals God's self to us through creation. And we know about who God is through the majesty and the beauty and the fierceness and the tenacity and the uh, um, abundance of creation. And I could use a hundred more adjectives. Somebody more clever would. But that we know about God through those things. So none of those things are what Jesus is inviting us to um, discard and not be of and, and assume that that bald eagle flying above us hates us. That's, that's not the world. But of course, as I mentioned before, the world of which Jesus is speaking here are the systems of the world. Those systems which are not just. Those systems which uh, focus upon power and control and uh, that revolve around their own comfort, whoever they are, right? And, and again, I, I think, I don't want to put this, you know, I'm certain it's more. You know, I'm, I'm always coming at it from one angle. But I suspect what Jesus is saying here, let me say it that way, when he says, Lord, consecrate them in the truth. 
your word is truth. Um, so consecrate, of course, means make holy. You know, baptize them into, make them holy. Uh, may the, the mantle they carry be uh, be that of truth. And and when he's saying truth here, it's not just a heady thing. May they know the creeds and know that, that I was fully human and fully God. That's not what he's saying at all. What he's saying is, may they know your ways, O Lord. May they know your essence. May they know your life, because that is life, capital L. May they know your being. And may they not try to lessen and cheapen that and themselves to fit in in these other ways that aren't going to give life and aren't going to point to what is ultimate reality, right? Brothers and sisters, in our baptism, we are baptized into that truth. I've used that term before, that we are trapped in the truth. And that truth ultimately is the reality of God and what that life in God invites us to, what it gives to us, what it gifts to us, and and what we are called to be consecrated within that is to be bearers of that image within these systems of the world that do not bear that image, that bear any other image but that, all those isms that are out there, right? And we can name them all. But all those isms are the ways of the world. And what we are called to do, my friends, is bring the truth, that ultimate reality, that way of being, being in that name, into those new places. You know, for, for years, you know, the, the, the word is always those first couple of hundred years, the church really remained a church of, uh, of the poor and for the poor. But when Constantine in 325, ultimately, or 313, through the Edict of Milan, ultimately took it from being a bottom dweller to one of the top dwellers, that it changed everything. And all of a sudden, we were not uh, separate and distinct from the world in, in who we were testifying all of a sudden and who we were witnessing to ourselves to be in Christ. All of a sudden, we went from having no power to having power. And at that point, the church, in some way, sadly lost its way. Now, that doesn't mean all of the church did. I mean, goodness sakes, how many saints are, are still from then, from then on? You know, so, so please, I'm, I'm not trying to paint in those bigger pictures um, or bigger strokes, but, but it's, it's, we find it easier for ourselves to lose that. And what this reading is, I think, inviting us to, to chew on here is, one, let's just remember we're protected. That is such a good thing that our God day to day walks with us. But two, that we are, are protected so as to be held in that mystical union, in that, under that name, within that name, uh, within that being. Uh, and, and in so doing, we carry that essence with us into the many isms of the world in order to somehow live in a different way. And that's how we evangelize the world, my friends. Not through words, not through, you know, uh, putting tracts out there, or not through, you know, trying to spout uh, scripture verses of people and, and you know, one-upping them. But by simply 
being part of that heartbeat of God, that rhythm of God, and allowing people to see what that rhythm looks like and then comparing it with those systems of the world and finding those systems lacking. Either, my friend, those systems are lacking or they are not. And if they are lacking, then, my friends, we don't need to seek them anymore. We don't need to bow or bend a knee before them. We don't need to um, spend all our energy attempting to attain them. We already have what we need. May God give us the strength and the wisdom to live out of that place. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the gospel. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you on this Wednesday. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Uh, and we ask St. Justin Martyr to pray for us. Be well, and God's peace.